What up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. My name is Carl, and I'm excited to be rocking with you guys for yet another episode. I am. I am so very excited to be joining you guys today. Talk about wine. I love wine, right? But okay, I you know what? I'm too excited. I got too ahead of myself. Let me scale back and let you guys know what's really going on. First, I hope you guys have been enjoying the Inflation Travel Series. Again, that'll be every other week on Sunday and Thursday. I'll be releasing those new episodes. I'm doing a lot more research and I actually coordinated with a few hotel representatives as well. And I'm bringing you guys some great information this upcoming, not this Sunday, but the following Sunday. Um, just about hotels in general. So I hope you guys are ready for that uh, episode. Again, temp tips, hints, things, uh, ways in which we can all get through this inflation and these high prices all over the world together and still enjoy a high quality of life through travel and more. I'm hopeful that I'm able to continue to bring that to you and just know that I will work my hardest to be able to do so. So I really hope you've enjoyed those series, those episodes. Um, I've had fun making them and just doing the research, right? It just feels like I'm back in school again. I'm, I'm just relearning how to travel in today's world. And that's the beauty of travel, right? Since I first started travel, I was thrown into it first and I was learning about it and I became an expert. And now I'm starting all over again from scratch and just, you know, building up and relearning the world of travel as it is today with everything that's going on from coronavirus to inflation. All these things are important. But today, uh, we're not here to talk about inflation. I have so much to talk about in regards to that, as you can tell. We're here to talk about wine. And I know you're asking why, right? And I don't know if you guys remember, if you've been following me through all 180 episodes, uh, when I went to Australia uh, and I was meeting with my friend Carl, his name is Carl, just like mine, uh, we call him Australian Carl, um, he introduced me to just like the world of wine because he was drinking it and he bought us some and he was breaking it down and as he was describing it and explaining it to me, I was like, man, this makes sense. This wine tastes exactly how he's describing it. And it's giving me a nice little buzz. Went to like a little fancy restaurant. Again, I had never, I think I was 24, 25, maybe 26 years old, 26. And I had never gone out and ordered wine at a restaurant. Because it's like, oh, yeah, we drinking, you know, shots or beer. Like, that was it. And I feel like it was a moment where I, I grew up just a tad. Maybe not a lot, but just a tad. I, I became, you know, young man Carl. To like, okay, I'm, I'm almost grown man Carl. Like, grown man Carl to me is I can drink. I understand drinks. A variety of different drinks right because we started with the beer podcast then we elevated to owning a bar where we did shots and talking about different liquor brands and now i'm on wines but i think uh in the spirit of you know the bar that i created uh and that i built and just how i view life is i wanted to focus on clean crafted wine now i know what you're thinking what does clean crafted wine means it means wine grown wine that's grown without using pesticides you know that stuff that'll make you sick and kills bugs so if it kills bugs it kills something. It probably isn't good for you to digest. You don't go around spraying Raid on, on your uh, eggs in the morning. Just don't do that. For those of you guys who don't know what Raid is, it's what kills small bugs in your house. It's like a little spray that here in America that you spray and kill stuff. You don't do that, right? Spent way too long talking about that. Sorry. But uh, uh, second, um, it is very low in sulfites, right? So sulfites are the things that uh, research says contributes to things like hangovers and headaches and just that, that icky feeling of after you drink wine all night for an extended period of time you know you just feel bad so lo the lower in sulfites a wine is the less likely it is to happen the better you feel research shows right and then the the clean the the crafted part of the clean crafted commitment um is that there's a lot of vegan options um they're all locally grown and locally sourced and like that's the commitment part so there's no pesticides 
it's clean crafted, so it's grown in a clean environment. Also, it's sugar-free. All the wine I'm talking about is sugar-free, right? And again, that's a big part of the wines I was trying when I was in Australia. So you have that in addition to, you know, the pesticides, like, like not having pesticides and things like that. So I chose this brand of wine for a reason, right? There's a lot of brands of wine I could have worked with in all over the world, but I chose this for a reason. So what I'm doing now, uh, if you're not following me on Instagram and on my YouTube, I'm doing live tastings of the wine where you get to see my initial reaction. Of course, I tried some of the wine before I started, you know, working with them and, you know, selling it as a part of my product here at the Black Expat Podcast. Of course, I tried it. But also, I was like, you know what? I'm 100% authentic with my audience. You guys know my entire story from my highest of highs, the lowest of lows, to all my deepest, darkest secrets. I share it on this microphone. So I want to do live tastings of, you know, new wine that they have coming in and then give you my authentic feedback. Uh, so far, I've only tried two, which is why I'm giving you guys a podcast. Now I'm going to talk a little bit about them. Uh, feel free to check out the YouTube video, which is linked in the description of this show. Or, you know, check out my, uh, my Instagram as well, where I feature the wines. I talk a little bit about them as well. But um, I've only done two so far and I like them, but you know, I'm hoping, I know this sounds like a weird thing to say, but I do hope that there's one that I don't like, uh, like, oh no, I wouldn't recommend this. I mean, you should try it. I'm going to say what it tastes like, but I wouldn't recommend it. Cause I want I really want that authenticity to kind of shine through. And again, I don't represent or, or offer or talk about things I don't truly believe in. I've had guests on, but they say some things and I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, I'll, I don't endorse it. Uh, you have a right to your opinion, but I'm not going to endorse something if I don't believe in it. So this is real. And the reason why, again, I just think that there's levels to everything. And with everything that's going on and with, you know, going out and buying shots, you're paying $10, $15. And even buying a six-pack is like, oh, beer just drags me down. It's okay to just, you know, sit up, side outside, get you a nice, cool, white wine, a nice, a nice crisp red wine to kind of, you know, digest and really, and really get that feeling. And part of me doing this is not just to sell wine, right? It's not just about that. Like, yes, I want you to buy the wine and taste it with me because you're my audience. You're my people, right? We vibe together. We've talked about a lot of things. We, we're connecting. It's not just about that, right? It's, it's, it's also, I want to teach people about it. Like there's so, it is weird. Cause like, Oh, why do you want to teach people about wine? I didn't know about wine. When I was 26. And even then, and even till now, I'm still learning about it. And it's an alternative. If you're going to be drinking, this is a great alternative to it. And if you don't drink, it's a great gift to give someone. Uh, just a great, I, I just really believe in learning new things. It's something that I'm really passionate about and I like, and I want to share it with you guys. That's what I do. I learn stuff. I hear about stuff. I share it with you. So I hope this is interesting. If not, check out Inflation Travel. That'll be coming back up to you guys. But again, bear with me. So the wine that I tried the other day, uh, the first wine I introduced was uh, a Sauvignon Blanc. And I just found out some like, and you know, when you go out and you buy wine, some of you guys are like, oh, I drink Moscato or oh, I only drink Chardonnay. And, but it's like, yeah, when you find something that you like and you enjoy the taste of it, you choose it, right? Because again, not many people, I don't know what comes in tequila, some of the tequilas I drink. I just know I like the way it tastes when I'm taking a shot. Right. I don't know what gin is completely made out of. I just like the way it tastes. And I think that's 100 percent OK. But, you know, sometimes it's good to know what you're putting into your body. I take that back all the time. It's good to know what exactly is going into your body. So the Sauvignon Blanc I chose last uh, yesterday. And again, you can find this actual bottle in the link in the description of this podcast uh, was a Galavant. So G-A-L-I-V-A-N-T uh, Sauvignon Blanc. Right, so it's a white wine. Uh, the primary flavors was gooseberry. You guys know what gooseberry is? I, I didn't until I looked it up. I lied, I did. It's just a weird name. Uh, honeydew, grapefruit, white peach, and passion fruit. Right, and it's a dry, medium, light body. And when we say medium, light body, it means it's like it's not too syrupy, but it's not like too watery, like water, like that water texture, not flavor, but the texture. Uh, that's what medium, light body means. So it's like a perfect, it's a, it's a perfect, almost great balanced wine. 
um, it's high in acid, so acidity. So that means you're gonna you're gonna taste the alcohol. You're gonna get that kick back in your throat when you do take it down and you digest it, right? And that's the one that I chose. And it's 100% vegan, so there's no extra things added into it. There's no sugars. There's no nothing. And it's paired with you know goat cheese. Uh, and because it's a lighter wine, you want to you want to pair it with goat cheese, you know, uh, with mozzarella, gouda, parmesan, things like that. And for the meats, it's anything that's light. So like white meat. So you have your chicken, your turkey, your pork, your halibut, your crab, your lobster, things like that. And it was just an amazingly flavored wine. And I and I was telling people about uh, cab salves. Sorry, not cab salves. Sauvignon blancs. Um, and why it's so popular, right? It's it's a it's it's from the green grape. And it's a herbal flavor and usually very acidy, like a high acidity to it. Uh, so it's a great wine if you like, you know, honestly, for me, the one I drank yesterday, if you want to get a little buzz going kind of quickly and you want to taste the alcohol kick in your wine, I would recommend Sauvignon Blancs, most of them, but in particular, the one I tried yesterday. Right? I'm not going to say all of them taste the same because they don't. All, all of them are made differently. But that's like what really stands out about Sauvignon Blancs is that taste and that flavor profile. Um, so the one I just described yesterday is really similar to the majority of what you'll find in a lot of uh, Sauvignon Blancs. But specifically, the ones I had yesterday, the one I had yesterday, the, the, the Galavant, had notes of lemon and pineapple in it. And it paired well with pasta, uh, vegetables, and fish. And so, again, as I said earlier, it's 100% vegan. So again, I love learning about wines. Uh, what I learned about Sauvignon Blancs, and like the primary flavors being gooseberry, honeydew, grapefruit, white peach, passion fruit, you know, usually being dry, medium, light body, things like that, was just so fascinating. Because I was like, man, I, as I was drinking it and I was listening to myself describe it, because <laughs> I was describing it for my YouTube audience and now for you guys, I could taste all of those things that I was describing. And it made sense that I would, for what I was putting in my body. And I actually went and I ate, I drank the entire bottle, first things first. And then I ate, you know, white meat and paired it with that. And it really did enrich the taste, my, my taste and my flavor profile of the food. And it didn't cut away from what I was eating. It only enhanced it. And I'm not saying that to get you to buy the wine. I'm just talking about wine in general, right? It, it was great. And I learned from it and it was a great experience to have. And it's just something fun to do, right? If you're gonna, you know, Drinking is something a lot of people do. Not everybody does it, and that's great. Um, but it's, if, if you're going to do it, like, sometimes it's okay to just learn from it. Like, oh, not buy Lobo's tequila because LeBron James makes it. Like, well, why did he make it? What made this one different from the other one other than, man, it tastes really good, and I like the people that were doing it. Like, I need more than that. Or I want to know what it's about. So that was my Sauvignon Blanc rundown. I realized that the first description with, like, the, the gooseberry and stuff, that was a description for Sauvignon Blancs as a whole. Uh, the latter description where, you know, the one I had with, had hints of lemon uh, in it, that was the one for the Galavant that I described. I think I might have mixed those up. want to make sure I clarify that for you guys. But yeah, it was just absolutely amazing. And one, another thing I learned before I get into the next one was, uh, so I drank the entire bottle. I shared it a little bit. <laughs> uh, but I was, uh, drink, I ended up drinking the entire bottle and I woke up and I felt great. Right. So some another thing about the wines that uh, that I'm featuring are that they don't, as I said, don't have sugars, don't have pesticides and also have low PPMs. Right. So 100 PPMs, PPMs, because I don't want to explain the entire thing and what it means, it's kind of layered. It's essentially the things that are bad for your body that kind of trigger that reaction of, oh, the feeling of hangovers, oh, the feeling of being drowsy and just and just lazy the next day. Right. So honestly, I drank that entire bottle. I woke up and I felt great. I did not have a headache or a hangover. I felt okay. So that clean crafted thing matters, right? So when you drink Moscato, very sugary Moscato, like 
it, it kind of drags you down, right? The next day you feel bad. Like it feels great when you, I like things that it feels great when I'm drinking it and when I'm not. I don't know about y'all. I like to enjoy it going down and enjoy it the next day when I'm able to enjoy myself. So again, if I'm not in the mood to take shots and drink beer, a nice glass of cream, clean crafted wine does work. The last one I talked about, I kind of wanted to describe to people uh, and tell them about was Pinot Noirs. Right. But before I get into Pinot, something very important to understand, because Pinots have light elements of this in them, are tannins, T-A-N-N-I-N-S. Like, where do tannins in wine come from? So tannins in wine, they stem from four sources, right? So the skin of grapes, pips, so the seeds of grapes and stems, and also the wood barrels used during the aging of the wine, right? And what tannins do, and this is the most important thing, the only thing you know about them, honestly, is they provide the texture and the mouthfeel to the wine. So what the wine feels like when it hits your tongue? Is it heavy? Is it syrupy? Is it solid? Like You know, like not solid. Is it, is it sultry? Like what does it feel like when it's your wine? And it provides that sense of weight and structure. So there's some wines that are heavier, like darker in complexion. Like when we say light wines, it means like you can kind of see through them, even if they're red wines or darker wines. Like these are really, really important things uh, when, when you're thinking about the flavor profile, right? So two, two other facts. When tannins are described as green, that means they're slightly bitter and have, you know, kind of an unpleasant acidity to them. Uh, when they're described as polished or elegant, that means they're very fine in texture and noticeable. You taste them and pleasant. And that's what I tasted when I was trying the Pinot Noir that I tried today. So the Pinot Noir I tried, again, I learned a lot about wine in Australia with, with my friend Carl, but I've always wanted to go to Chile and I've never been to Chile. But when I started drinking wines, specifically red wines, I really love Chilean wine, right? And I... I just knew that I loved the way that they made it. And I didn't, as I'm learning about wines, I realized it's because of the way they do their grapes. The climate really factors in. And I was always drinking red Chilean wines, right? And specifically Pinot Noirs. Now it all makes sense, right? I'm putting these two things together. And before I get into the Pinot Noir that I drank, which was a 2020 Pinot Noir mixed track from Chile, I just want to give a brief description of what you can expect in most, the primary flavors in most Pinot Noirs. You have cherry, raspberry, mushroom, clove, and hibiscus, right? They're usually medium dry, medium body, so not low to medium. It's like right in the middle, so not too heavy, not too light, right in the middle. Low tannins, so tannins are present, and medium to high acidity, right? And then, of course, uh, what do you want to pair them with? If you're trying to pair a Pinot Noir, you want to pair it with, believe it or not, fish, light fish, seafood, but also if you're going with... Um, and, and because it's so versatile, because of, you know, the light tannins and all that, uh, you can pair it with, you know, fish, but also duck, chicken, pork, and mushrooms, right? So that's what a Pinot Noir is. I know what you're thinking. You know, usually uh, when you're drinking red wines, you, don't, you know, you always pair reds with, with meat. It's what you always think, right? But you can with you know, lighter or heavier fish, duck, chicken, and not necessarily only steak. So, oh, only red with steak. No, every wine is made differently and you can pair them differently as well. So the Pinot Noir that I got um, was rich in these flavors, uh, was rich in cherry, as I described, the primary flavors of Pinot Noir, raspberry and hints of vanilla. And it was meant, and it's also 100% vegan, which is great. Ah, it feels so healthy, right? Don't you know when you drink, like, man, I don't know where it came from. When you drink wine, it's like, man, it's vegan. You just you just feel healthier, right? And mindset matters, right? How you feel when you drink something matters. Okay, what you say? Uh, and, and it was great, right? And it was meant to be paired with, you know, fish, as I said, and also with beef. Um, and my th this Pinot Noir, uh, the, the Mixed Track 2020 Pinot Noir from Chile, um, was also, like most Pinot Noirs, thin red grapes, right? So 
the red the grapes of Pinot Noirs are very very thin, which means if you don't take care of them, they'll rot. So they're really very very hard to grow and to you know and to store and to and to make Pinot Noir. You have to really really make sure you're on your p's and q's. Uh, that, that's a big part of it. But uh, the flavor profile again: cherry, raspberry, vanilla. It was great. Like I I literally just finished recording the YouTube, so I'm speaking on the most present experience with this wine. Uh, the Sauvignon Blanc, like I said, when I tasted it, I could, you know, it it lingered in my throat. Like it's, you could taste the alcohol when it went down. Uh, again, the alcohol didn't dominate the taste or the flavor, but you could taste it, right? So you you knew it was there. It didn't like you like that wine smell, like that white wine alcohol smell to it. Um, but you could also, you know, taste the grapes and the flavor and the, you know, and the and the lemon flavor was all there, but you could also really, really feel the alcohol as well. It didn't dominate it, but it was present. And if you like drinks like that, if you want a, a strong wine, I recommend the Sauvignon Blanc. The Pinot Noir, um, I didn't taste the alcohol. Like, I didn't have that lingering alcohol flavor, but the flavor exploded in my throat. I know what you guys are thinking. Oh, it's going to die. I mean, it was real strong. It was alcohol. No, it wasn't the strong, ah, this is too strong for my throat flavor explosion it was literally the explosion of the cherry of the raspberry of the hints of vanilla i tasted all that as i was drinking it and it was absolutely amazing again i drank the whole bottle yesterday and i'm not gonna drink a full bottle of wine two days in a row so when i finish this i'll update you guys you know as I always do i tell you everything that's going on but yeah so far sauvignon blanc and pinot noir i'm gonna continue to break down different types of wine and hit you guys with some facts as well i'll have like six more bottles to go um but yeah i'm just really really excited about these wines um, it's good. Uh, I learned a lot about Pinots. I know what to expect in a flavor profile. If I'm ever out in a restaurant, I'm like, oh, so what am I eating? Okay, it's going to have hints of cherry and raspberry, mushroom, clove, hibiscus. What's the flavor profile of this one? And actually know what I'm talking about. When I hear the word tannins, I'll say, oh, okay, is it is it is it rich in tannins, which means it'll be more bitter, or is it low in tannins, low in tannins, which means it'll be balanced, or is there no tannins, like in a Sauvignon Blanc, which means I won't it won't be it'll just be dry. That's it, dry and pretty bitter, depending on you know. The, fl the type of wine I'm drinking. You know, like these things are important. Like I'll feel better about going out and ordering things. I don't have to just stick with the beer menu or stick with the make the cocktail menu when I go out. Because sometimes, you know, you go out and you just don't, man, I don't feel like drinking because you know, you're going to feel afterward. But if you know the type of wine that'll make you feel good, even if it's not the clean crafted wine that I have, or you're just sitting around the house, you want to just have a drink and not worry. And you got to work the next day. You don't want to worry about having a headache. Then this, the wine I have on my website is the wine for you. Try it out. Um, so yeah, so that's my whole feel about the wine I'm introducing. I've been, you know, I've been very excited about it. I'm gonna be trying wine for the next four weeks, so I'm happy. My beyond like everybody's happy over here. Uh, hopefully, my sister's gonna get on the call with me and talk about how it tastes to her, and then also get her follow up of how'd you feel the next day after you drank it as well. Um, all these things are important. Uh, if you want to become, uh, I, 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 I reset my Patreon program, so. Again, everything always goes goes towards, you know, the charities I work with, but also uh, just the Black Expat Podcast growing. And if you guys don't know, I've you've seen so much growth in me uh, from updating my equipment and allowing me to produce a podcast for a company. So everything that's contributed as far as being a patron, a patron is basically a monthly supporter of my podcast goes towards me podcasting. If you don't believe me, look at my Instagram. It's just podcast and look at my, my my LinkedIn, all that stuff. You can find me there. And that's all I really talk about because that's all I really want to be for the rest of my life. But right now, uh, I'm giving away a free bottle of wine, y'all. Shipping it to you. Um, shipment for wine depends on where you live between seven and fifteen dollars. So you get a lot of bang for your bucks. So for a one dollar a month pledge or to become a patron, click the link in the description of this podcast. 
every month I will be scrolling through my name of my list of patrons, uh, entering all their names into a random name generator, uh, email generator, picking one person. That one person will get a free bottle of wine each month. There are tiers to the patronage. So some levels of patrons will get an automatic free bottle. So make sure you click that link in the description to find out what it means to be a patron on my podcast. And I'm giving away wine. Why don't you can actually see me drink live? And if I make the ugly face and say it's good, you know I'm lying. If I make the, ooh, this is delicious, tingly face, and you know I'm telling the truth. So make sure you guys do that. But also, if you just want to check out the wine I'm selling, that link is also in the description of this podcast. So the Patreon link, my uh, the, the wine link, all that is in the description. The Patreon link is in my link tree. It's the fourth option, I believe. Check that out. Thank you guys for rocking with me, learning about wine, listening to me talk about wine. I'm excited about wine. I hope you are. And if you don't drink wine, Think about it as a gift for someone. It's summertime. Father's Day is coming up around the corner. Juneteenth, turn up. Uh, Christmas gifts, early Christmas gifts, sweetest day, his or hers day, whatever day. Anniversaries, birthdays, Thursdays. I don't know. Get yourself some wine. Thank you guys again for rocking with me for yet another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. I wasn't lying. I didn't finish that glass of wine. I poured it for the YouTube. So I'm going to finish it right now. Uh, I'm going to end this a little bit differently. You know, you know, I usually say we out you. Um, I'm going to end it like I am my YouTube. Thank y'all for rocking with me for another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. Coming to you guys live from somewhere in the world. Y'all know what time it is. Have a drink with me.